Hello, everybody, and welcome to Coffee with a Therapist this lovely Friday. Um, I don't know if you can really tell, but it's a little ominous and cloudy outside my windows, so I think it's going to rain here in Wichita. I hope the weather is lovely where you are. And I am talking about a question that was asked on my TikTok account. It was actually asked several times, and I just made a TikTok about it, so if you want to check that out, definitely do that. But I wanted to go into detail about what I meant when I was trying to explain to people how you connect the dots when it comes to knowing that you engage in behaviors that say, hey, I have likely had trauma, but you're not quite sure what that trauma is. And you've never really thought about it that way, probably haven't ever connected the dots to early childhood stuff or even looking at your family system and maybe the trauma that they have gone through and maybe how that was passed down to you as well. And so I briefly wanted to go over how we can connect those dots in different ways. I want to asterisk this that it's important that we're very careful in this journey because I would always encourage connecting with a therapist or a professional who works with trauma specifically when you're on this journey, if it's at all possible, because they are the ones who are going to be able to give a language to it, connect the dots without having any sort of, um, well, not that we're like completely unbiased, but they don't have the same kind of bias that we do in our brains when it comes to creating different stories or connecting different narratives in our lives. We naturally are going to have certain biases that may prevent us from doing that in a way that is completely clear or, um, is necessarily helpful. So I'd always encourage you do this with a professional if at all possible. And when I go through this process and I'm kind of prepping people for this in my own therapy sessions, I like to talk about how we connect these dots because it is important for us to know that on an individual level and understand the brain science of it all. And this could be helpful for you even if you don't have access to a therapist. So this isn't me just saying, hey, go see a therapist. Um, but I think with trauma work, it can get really sticky and messy. And I want to be a hundred percent real about that, that if you find that in any part of this process, it's getting really sticky or messy, or you're not quite sure if you're connecting the dots well, go see a professional if you can. Um, there's also probably some good books out there about this. I was really trying to rack my brain if I had a specific one about connecting the dots from if we've had trauma to, um, our current behaviors. I didn't really think of one that was specifically addressing this, but one of the books that I think would be helpful is It Didn't Start With You because it talks about intergenerational trauma, which I think is a new concept for a lot of people. And that is the idea that we've had trauma passed down generation to generation. The stuff that doesn't get healed continues to go onward. And so sometimes people have this weird feeling of why do I struggle with my mental health or why do I have these trauma reactions or behaviors if I've never gone through a specific trauma. And sometimes it's because of the stuff that our previous generations have not worked through. And even the way that maybe they behaved in raising us or when they were around us, the, the unspoken rules of different life that we ended up taking on for ourselves, even though we didn't actually experience the trauma that created those unspoken rules or the ways that people set boundaries or didn't set boundaries, the way they communicated or didn't communicate. Sometimes the trauma happened to them and we just inherited that way of being from them because that's where we learned how to be, right? As kiddos, we absorb things from our family systems and sometimes we don't always know why they are the way they are, 
but those unspoken rules become part of the way that we live. And so that's sometimes too why we have a hard time connecting the dots and saying, well, I don't know why I have a fear in this area or I have this specific rule about relationships. Um, you know, maybe not being able to connect it to a specific event, more so a way of being that your family system developed. So that's one thing is that it could be trauma in your family system or intergenerational trauma that was passed down. The other thing that I see commonly too is that our culture doesn't really talk about or understand childhood trauma. And because of that, often what happens in childhood gets normalized and it almost gets written off as like, okay, that's not really that big of a deal or this happens to everybody. And the truth of the matter is it, it does matter, especially the way that it was encoded and when it was encoded or when it happened to somebody in their life. Um, whether they had real or perceived trauma, if their brain, for whatever reason, had an event happen to them and that shifted the way that they viewed the world or from that moment on they made rules about their lives or they went on a diet or they you know created a belief about what they were supposed to look like or what they were supposed to be like that could be trauma and i think often people really overlook those things and write them off as like oh that happens to every kid or you know every kid gets bullied in this way or um you know this happened to all these other people too and sometimes things that happen to a group of people can be traumatic for one and not for everybody else. And it just depends on their context or where their brain was at too. So even a, in a sibling system, so I am the youngest of four. And just to share a funny family story, we, when I, my parents got divorced, I was four years old and I didn't know what divorce meant. And so when my mom broke the news, everybody around me was crying and I was looking around like, what? what's going on? Why is everybody, why is everybody crying? And immediately it cut the tension and everybody laughed. And then they looked at me and they were like, Oh, like Jenny doesn't know what that word means. And so they explained it to me. And then immediately I cried cause you know, that is a sad family event. Um, but I still have that font, like that distinct memory because again, our little kiddo brains, depending on where we were at in development, we are going to understand certain things in different ways, cer certain languages, certain words. Um, and even with that, like, you know, a four-year-old internalizes things a lot more than a 16-year-old would. Um, and that has to do with our brain development. And if our prefrontal cortex has developed what we call theory of mind, empathy, critical thinking, all of those very important functions that, again, as kiddos, we don't have that capacity. And so... What might be traumatic to a four-year-old or internalized very different would be a totally different story to a 16-year-old. And so even events that happen in family systems, people can write off and say, well, that happened to everybody in my family system. But it's like, it matters like where you were at developmentally. It matters what social support you had. It matters what secondary um, resiliency factors and support you had. And so these are all things to consider when looking back on our childhood trauma that, again, often gets written off by people. So I guess it gets a little difficult. Like, I, I wish I had more of a specific, like, questionnaire or an inventory people could take. I know the ACEs study could be very helpful. Um, all of the ACEs, if you answer yes to any of that, that could be potential trauma. They're definitely traumatic events. 
And that's something to explore as well. And if I do find a good inventory, I will definitely put the link under here. But mostly, I think the important part is to remember that there's trauma that we can inherit from family members that we don't even know about. And even epigenetically, we can inherit certain features based on traumas that happen to previous relatives or even happen to our mom while she was pregnant or happened to us really little before we could even encode memories. Actually, the brain, what happens from zero to two is extra important because that's when the brain develops and grows the most. So if something happened or didn't happen during that critical period of time, that could also be something that really determines a pers person's mental health or the ways that they are in the world. Now, again, the, the good news is that we can typically heal most of these things and that relationships can be healing, therapy can be healing, time experiencing safe environments can be healing. Um, but I also think it's important that if we are struggling to connect the dots and we're like, I don't think I've had trauma in my life, that we work with a professional, especially if we are engaging in behaviors that show us that we may have unresolved trauma. It's definitely worth exploring. Um, I wouldn't write it off because again, I think a lot of people just don't quite know exactly what trauma is. And because of that, and they don't know the nature of trauma, they don't really identify with having trauma. Even in my own journey, I remember at first I didn't think I had any sort of trauma either. Um, so it was definitely a journey for me to really understand the different events in my life and even ways that I perceived the event because of my little kid brain that, you know, became that it became a trauma that changed the way that I viewed the world and the way that I engaged with the world. So I hope that helps explain it a little bit better. Definitely don't feel alone if you are struggling with this because, again, I had so many questions of people saying, you know, I engage in these behaviors, but I don't recognize the trauma in my life. And so there's so many people that struggle with this. And, again, I'd encourage going to a professional. Um, or if you are able to kind of look back on your life and uncover maybe some events or beliefs or pivotal time periods that things shifted for you, I would encourage you to do that work because it's totally worth doing. It's totally worth rewriting those stories so we can live a calm, healthy, happy life. And uh, just giving you a lot of grace and support during this journey because I know that it can be a tough one. All right, y'all. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Thank you for joining me and I will chat with you on Monday.